0: You're welcome anytime you want, at your virtue restaurant. Welcome back, humans. In this week's episode, as I alluded to last week, we are going to talk about hope. So since last week I talked about some pretty heavy stuff about people going to hell, this week I wanted to talk about something that would give you hope. So we're going to focus on hope. Jump right into the dialogue. We are still in the section on the bridge. Let me verify that quick. We are still in that section. Yes, we are. We're still in the section of the dialogue that's titled The Bridge. So God says to Catherine, I know well that because the soul is imperfect before she is perfect, her prayer is imperfect as well. She should, certainly, while she is still imperfect, stay with vocal prayer so as not to fall into laziness. But she should not omit mental prayer. In other words, while she says the words, she should make an effort to concentrate on my love, pondering, at the same time, her own sins and the blood of my only begotten Son. There she will find the expansiveness of my charity and forgiveness for her sins. Thus, self-knowledge and the consideration of her sins ought to bring her to know my goodness to her and make her continue her exercise in true humility. Now, I do not want her to think about her sins individually, lest her mind be contaminated by the memory of specific ugly sins. I mean that I do not want her to, nor should she, think about her sins either in general or specifically, Without calling to mind the blood and the greatness of my mercy. Otherwise, she will only be confounded. For if self knowledge and the thought of sin are not seasoned with remembrance of the blood and hope for mercy, the result is bound to be confusion. And along with this comes the devil who under the guise of contrition and hatred for sin and sorrow for her guilt, leads her to eternal damnation. Because of this, though not this alone, she would end in despair, and if she did not reach out for the arm of my mercy. She would end in despair if she did not reach out for the arm of my mercy. So God is then explaining to Catherine that while faith helps you to see your sin, and to want to change, you shouldn't be too obsessed with your sin. You shouldn't focus on it alone. He says, yes, be aware of your sin, but at the same time, I want you to hope for mercy. I want you to remember what my son did for you. Remember the way he offered himself as your salvation, and have that hope. Have that hope that I will always be there to help you get out of that sin. Because if you focus on it too much, he says, there comes the devil. And the devil will disguise himself very cleverly as contrition and hatred for sin. He will disguise himself as that. Something that will look good. But it's not. That's another thing we have to, we always have to remember that. That Satan never appears as a monster and as something truly evil. No. He always appears to us as something good. But it's just a mirage. It's empty. It looks good, but it's empty. So you have to remember that. You have to be aware of that and have to keep that hope for God's mercy. Because if you don't, you end in despair. So then God says, This is one of the subtle deceptions the devil works on my servants. So for your own good, to escape his deceit and to be pleasing to me, you must keep expanding your heart and your affection in the immeasurable greatness of my mercy with true humility. So keep expanding your love for God's mercy. For know this, the devil's pride cannot tolerate a humble mind nor can his confounding withstand the greatness of my goodness and mercy when a soul is truly hopeful, truly hopeful. And then God reminds Catherine of something that happened to her. He says, do you recall when the devil wanted to frighten you with confusion? He tried to show you that your life was a delusion and that you had neither followed nor done my will, but you did what you should have done and what my goodness gave you strength to do. For my goodness is never hidden from anyone who wants to receive it. My mercy and with humility, by my mercy and with humility, you stood up and said, I confess to my creator that my life has been spent wholly in darkness, but I will hide myself in the wounds of Christ crucified and bathe in his blood. And so my wickedness will be consumed and I will rejoice with desire in my creator. You know that at this the devil fled. But he returned with another attack, wanting to exalt you in pride. He said, You are perfect and pleasing to God. You no longer need to torture yourself or weep over your sins. But I gave you light, and you saw the way you should take, that you should humble yourself. And you answered the devil, How wretched I am! John the Baptist never sinned. He was made holy in his mother's womb yet he did such great penance. But I have committed so many sins and have not yet even begun to acknowledge it with tears and true contrition. Seeing who God is is who, seeing who God is is who offended by me and who I am offend, and who I am who offended him. Sorry. Seeing who God is who is offended by me and who I am who offended him. It's a little awkward wording, but Anyway, God reminds her of this event and shows her how his grace helped her in those moments. So again, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to unpack all of this and explain how this relates to hope. We'll be right back. Okay, we're done with our break. And we're going to unpack what I just read. So God says to Catherine that the devil tried to delude her and frighten her by showing her her sins. And she said, well, I know, I know I'm sinful, but I trust in my Savior. I will hide myself in the wounds of Christ crucified and bathe in his blood. And so my wickedness will be consumed and I will rejoice with the desire in my Creator." So her answer to that focusing too much on her sin and possibly being in despair, she answers with, I hope in the goodness of God, in his mercy, in what Jesus has done for me. I know I'm a sinner, but I hope in the mercy of God. And then Satan turns around and he says, oh, well, then you you must be perfect, Look how pleasing you are to God. Look. Look at that hope. It's so pleasing to God. But, again, she answers no. As God says, I gave you light, and you saw the way you should take. And you answered with humility. Said, no, no, I'm, I'm still a sinner. I've committed so many sins, and I haven't even begun to really be contrite about them, to really repent over them. She answered with humility. So when Satan attacks with despair, you answer with hope. When Satan attacks with pride, you answer with humility. Hm It's good stuff right there. So what exactly from this Can we discern hope to be? Hope, according to Catherine's experience and according to her dialogue with God, is a trust founded in the mercy of God. Knowing that even though I can be evil and cruel and selfish and you name it, I can be all of these things, and Satan can and he will attack you with that reality. I trust, in the midst of that, I trust that God loves me. And I can see that God gave his only son so that anyone who believes in him might have eternal life. I can be reminded of that, and I can trust in that. That is hope. I look forward to my future in God. And I don't worry needlessly about what's going on here. So hope is a kind of trust and a looking forward. I say, yes, I have done evil, evil things. But look at how good God has been to me. And look at how good... God will continue to be to me, and look at what God has promised me if I but follow him. So again, hope is a kind of trust and a looking ahead to the future, being reminded that God is always there, and that God wills my salvation, and that God has done so much already for my salvation. That's what hope is, according to Catherine's dialogue. And I i hope, <laughs> I hope that you listening to this will look at hope in a way maybe you haven't before. Because a lot of people can get confused, like, what exactly is hope? Like, we use that phrase, oh, I hope this and I hope that, and sometimes we think of hope as just being an uncertainty. It's like well i don't know if that's going to happen but i hope it will i, I don't know whether that person is going to be okay but i hope they will that's a lot of the time how we think of hope we don't really know what hope means so with god's grace you will come from this episode thinking of hope as a kind of trust trust in god's love trust in god's mercy And, as I talked about humility, we answer Satan's attack of pride with humility. That is the virtue we will focus on next week. So, I hope that you come back, and I hope that you enjoyed this. And, and I hope, I trust, each time I'm saying hope here, I mean I trust. I trust that you will share this episode with anybody... Who needs to know what hope really is. Thank you for listening and have a very blessed day. Y'all come back now, you hear?